Ooh, it's a rainy day. The raindrops hitting the window is very chow now. Coming. Hey, how's it going? Come in, come in. I'll be ready to head out in just a moment. Rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. Seems like it's really wet out. I don't think we can go out for a hike, but we can take a visit to the mall. I found another interesting snack for you to try out. Remember last time I introduced a food item that the name doesn't correspond with the ingredients? Well, I was searching for similar foods that have that characteristic, and I came across a pastry called white cake. Sounds interesting, right? I know you want to learn more about it. Come on, let's go and get some wife cakes. You're listening to Chow Now, Episode Two. Can I eat wife cake if I'm single? Should we start? Hmm. Let's talk about the name origin first, and then dive into talking about the main ingredients. I've always wondered why this pastry was called wife cake. When I was very little, I actually thought that only married people could buy and eat them, or that it was a food item reserved only for weddings. But no. It's just the name of that pastry. Anyone can eat it, and it's made all year round. You don't have to wait for a special occasion to eat wife cake. I have a really good friend, and she says, "I'm single, and I love wife cakes." When my family used to go to Chinatown for grocery shopping, we would sometimes stop by a Cantonese bakery. My dad would buy various buns and pastries that we would eat for the week ahead, and that box of wife cakes was specifically chosen for my mom to enjoy. This pastry actually has a few names: wife cake, sweetheart cake, and marriage pie. There are many versions of how it got its name, and I found the top two explanations. The first story that I found rewinds back in history to Imperial China. There was a very poor couple, and they had to take care of the husband's father because he fell very ill. <coughs> they had no more money to buy medicine, so the wife sacrificed and sold herself to be a slave. The husband started to make cakes to sell and dedicated it to his wife, calling the pastries wife cakes. It got very popular, and eventually, he made enough money to purchase his wife back and freed her from slavery. 
The second story that I read about, there was a dim sum chef in Guangzhou, and his wife was also interested in cooking. One day, the wife found an old recipe from her mother's family, and it influenced her to make a flaky pastry with winter melon paste inside. The pastry became very popular, and many people liked the taste of it. The chef was very proud of his wife's invention and went around telling everyone that his wife made it, and that's why it's called wife cake. All right, let's talk about the main ingredients in wife cakes. Wife cake is a flaky pastry with sweetened winter melon paste filling. The winter melon is mashed up with white sesame seeds and glutinous rice flour. Sometimes coconut shreds, vanilla, and almond paste are added into the mixture as well. The flaky texture of the pastry uses pork lard or butter, and is glazed with egg wash for that golden color. I wouldn't really say that wife cakes are a dessert item because it's not overly sweet when compared to other sweet pastries. Taste-wise, I think wife cakes are on the milder side, so it doesn't create big excitement for your taste buds. It is best to enjoy it with some hot tea. In my household. The only person that likes to eat wife cakes is my mom. She says that it really depends where you buy it, as some places taste very good, and others not too much. Wife cakes in Yunlong Town are the most popular in Hong Kong. My mom said the first time that she ever tried wife cake was when she was very little, and she has loved it since. She said a relative stopped by for a visit. And brought a box of assorted pastries for her. She took a bite of the wife cake and was surprised to find the sweet winter melon paste very tasty. And she also really liked the inside chewy texture and outer flaky texture. My mom said that from her experience, it is best when served warm. When my dad buys a box of freshly baked wife cakes for my mom, she would immediately eat one for the best taste and texture. Once it has been sitting there overnight, or after a few days, when my mom wants to eat another one, she would put it into the microwave for 15 to 20 seconds, just to heat it up a little bit. That would make the inside filling a bit softer and easier to chew. It's Chinese vocabulary time. I'm going to teach you how to say "wife cake" in Chinese. Wife cake in Cantonese is "lo pa bang." "Lo pa bang." "Lo pa" is colloquial for wife. "Bang" means cookie or cake. Together, it's "lo pa bang." In similar contexts, the same words. Just with different pronunciation, in Mandarin it's 老婆饼老婆饼 Okay, repeat after me. Wife cake in Cantonese is 老婆饼 and in Mandarin it's 老婆饼 Great.
I'll share a funny story with you. When I think of Lo Pao Bang, I also think of Lo Pao Zai, which means little wife. I remember there was a Hong Kong television series in which the main characters opened a wife cake shop. The main character A Wong, played by Roger Kwok, was mentally challenged and only had the intelligence of an eight-year-old. He married his wife Choi Fong, played by Jessica Xuan, and called her Lo Pao Zai. A Wong relied on her and followed her everywhere she went, just like a sticky cookie dough. I can still remember some scenes where A Wong would be running down the street yelling "Lo Pao Zai, Lo Pao Zai," and they would be in their pastry shop selling wife cakes every day. It was a pretty good show, and it was quite a success in 2003. You can watch it if you like comedy. All right, we have arrived at the mall, and the rain stopped too. Oh look, over there, the sun is peeking up from the clouds. I wonder if we could see a rainbow. Now that you are a mini expert on wife cakes and you've learned how to say it in Chinese, why don't we head to the bakery and you can try ordering for us? Don't worry, I got your back. That's everything for episode two of Chow Now. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed learning about interesting pastries. Have any questions or comments for me? Please leave them below in the comments section, or you can send an email to chownowpodcast@gmail.com. Follow this podcast series on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at chownowpodcast. If you want to listen to previous episodes, Chow Now is available on Spotify. Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Thank you for joining me on this foodie journey. I'm your host Cindy, and I'll meet you in the next one.